0: And hello, movie lovers. And welcome to the show. With me today, I have my good friend, Charlie. And of course, from the movie trivia showdown, I have JTE with me. Hello there, everybody. What up? Let's do this. Rambo. Yes. And we are actually, like JTE says, we're doing Rambo 3. This is probably one of my favorite Rambo movies, to be honest with you, from the opening scene. That's basically my childhood right there, from the opening scene, where we see John Rambo taking on this other guy with some sticks, doing some martial arts stuff and everything. That scene to me still holds up today. I geek out every single time that scene is on and stuff like that. It gives you a different tone for this Rambo compared to the first two films and everything. This actually comes out like three years later after the events that happened in the second movie. So this is a definitely a great film. Uh, What did you think about the introduction to it? (laughs)
1: I think it's awesome. Uh, I mean, it's one of the most parodied, I feel like. I, whenever I think of Hot Shots Part due, I always think of that opening scene, which is basically just making fun of all the Rambo movies. But specifically that Rambo 3, he dips his hand in like the caramel, and they're like, sprinkles, sprinkles, sprinkles. gummy bears, gummy <laughs> bears. Which was actually, I, that whole thing with the dipping is actually called back the kickboxer. Uh, the John Cloud Van Damme movie. So it's almost they got a little bit of Rambo, a little bit of Kickboxer in there. I mean, it's just a badass scene to like introduce Rambo. Like he's a peaceful man at this point, but not that peaceful because the dude still needs to go and do like Mortal Kombat in the middle of a small, like a, a water yeah. town. Yeah. So I, I just love the, oh, it's just a badass opening. I mean, it's, it's what you expect to see a badass do it. And Rambo is huge in this movie stallone this is right around rocky 4 this is when he was as his absolute most shredded (laughs) just again he was never arnold arnold's all about just pure muscle and his arms are like python Stallone was always the more shredded you know zero percent body fat but still jacked Uh, the thing i always like stallone over arnold is Stallone could play an everyday man True. Uh, whereas Arnold sticks out in any room, like who is what is that? That is a, that is Conan the Barbarian. That's a Terminator. Uh, you know what? I always thought Stallone would have made a good Kyle Reese. If, if there was ever going to be like a Stallone Arnold, you know, crossover in the early '80s, I think he would have been a good. Uh, yeah, Michael Bean's is fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but that would have been a great role for him because he could have played every every day kind of guy. He looks like somebody to be a soldier from the future. But yeah, enough about Terminator. We're talking Rambo,
0: <laughs> Right. But you know, I definitely have to say it's that scene right there just holds up. And then of course you wind up seeing his returning officer once again to ask him to go out on a, another mission and everything with him this time rather than him just taking pictures like in the second film. Mm-hmm. But it's just a different tone and direction that I really appreciate from this film. And also too, um, I like how he's going into basically he winds up getting the money from the fight. And then he's also donating that money towards um, just being more humble in this one. And he's just donating his money to the monks and everything and the monks the, um, and everything else. So I definitely like that. And then you wind up seeing, of course, him working on the house. And then all of a sudden his friend comes out. Pretty much that's pretty much how life is. Everything's going good. And then there's just that one thing that just happens. <laughs> it's like, great. What does this person want now? It's basically what John is actually thinking, but he goes on ahead. He's tells him what's going on. And then of course we wind up getting the whole entire mission where he has to go to Afghanistan to try and help his friend. He winds up declining his friend, but I thought that scene really was a great scene to be honest because of the fact that it's like, okay, look, I've already done one tour already kind of with you. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And then he gives him the whole entire speech, which I love the speech that his friend gives him. But what did you guys think about that part though, too?
2: Um, I, I want to go try. back to the opening because I didn't get
0: yeah, yeah. it Yeah, yeah,
2: um, yeah, absolutely. I thought, yeah, I mean, I thought the opening was, I mean, it's kind of funny. It's Rambo it was like that, him, like you see like the, like, oh, the, uh, it's like, it's kind of the FBI guys or the government's kind of fish out of water and Rambos is ready for war. And then, I mean, I just watched, I haven't seen this in 4k until today, but man, the, uh, the, the picture quality, like you can tell a difference in this, like the seeing the, the, the more in depth image of that scar on, on Stallone's abs. He definitely looks shredded in this movie. Yes. And, but I, I got the same feeling too, JT, about like, I mentioned in our Rainbow two review, I kept getting, uh, hot shots, park Deuce. <laughs> I, kept I kept referencing that movie. <laughs> so many times in our, our Rambo 2 review, because that's what this was. The oh opinions is like that. And then the, the funny part is after Rambo, like he has him on the ground, he's just staring at him. like and it's like, there's a lot of tension. It's like, dude, are they going to make out right now? <laughs> it's a, it's just like, this this, this, the, this oh the grunting of them. Like this, 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 the intensity in Rambo's eyes is like, are they about to get <laughs> is <laughs> um, this? And then him giving the money away, like, and of course, him, Rambo being on a boat, which is kind of fitting because it kind of fits to the next one. Him, he's constantly on a boat all the time in the fourth one. But and then the scene, Troutman show up with uh, Clarence Boddicker from uh, like Kurtwood Smith, and then this 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 that look on his face when Rambo tells him no. He was about to write a book called On the Road to In Your Ass, Chapter One, My Foot. <laughs> that that was a fat semi show reference anybody if anybody's watching that was wondering what is that reference oh yeah he was famous as red foreman but it's just seeing him like he, he he didn't look like he he didn't look pleased to be there but when he's like it's like and uh Troutman's like i saw you back there he goes you saw that <laughs> kind of like he kind of <laughs> was, he's kind of disappointed i was like wait like kind of like you saw that <laughs> but yeah I mean I thought it was a good opening and it's um this is definitely one of the starts of the Rambos where they, it's a build up before the action starts. Right. Because um, a lot of the good stuff didn't happen almost till <sighs> about 40 minutes into the movie. Um, so I, and until Rambo actually start killing people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I, I like the fact that it's like a slow pacing film for this for this type of vibe to it because it's a different way of storytelling, which is what I like. I like how they go on and give you some tension. And then once that tension is there and then they want to release it later on, it just goes on full on ham all over the place and everything whenever it comes down to this Rambo movie. And then also, too, with the second film, this is also the introduction to, this, uh, to the Russians because there was actually Russian weapons. On, the, on that uh, pirate ship from the second film. So now we're introduced to Russians in the third film and everything, which is a callback to the second film, which is something that I really appreciate with a little bit of the foreshadowing. But yeah, with Connell, um, Sam Tantra, when he visits uh, John and everything, he winds up telling him, hey, look, I want you to come back and everything with me to this mission. People are starving and people are getting blown up. Even uh, kids are getting hurt. Then you also have families and stuff like that that are being shredded from this war. He goes, I already fought enough wars. I don't need to fight another war. And basically, he's just telling him to leave him alone. So basically, Trondheim winds up going out to Afghanistan by himself. Meanwhile, he's just helping the monastery and everything with the monks and stuff like that. And then we wind up seeing Trotman again. And it's nighttime. And then the Soviets come in. And then they wind up taking him. And uh, you can see the fear in Tr- uh, Truman's eyes, though, because he realizes that his life is pretty much over from that point. Is like, okay, where am I going to go now? Rambo's not with me or anything like that. I'm by myself. How do I get out of this predicament that I'm in now and everything? So I definitely like that. Um, I know that. Uh, what about what's y'all's thoughts, though? Um, that scene where Chama gets
1: captured? Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, listen, you watch. You go to see a Rambo movie, something has to get him back into battle. Right. And um, the first one was he got pushed too far. The second one was more he had to go back and finish what he started. And this one, he's going to help, go help his friend. Uh, yeah, Travis looks like he gets caught immediately. And they also introduced the uh, helicopter, that war helicopter that mm-hmm. the Russians use that plays a pretty big part in the movie. That's like the main villain's weapon. Uh, and then the scene right after that is where, you know, are you, I love this because uh, <laughs> he comes and tells him, I'm not here to recruit you. I'm just here to tell you your friend got captured. Like he had to know Rambo was going to be like, are you bringing anybody in? He's like, no. He goes, what about me? And it's like, hell yes. yes. Let's go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, you're watching a movie and the, the, the travel thing happens so quick because mm-hmm. we got to get to Rambo. To Afghanistan. And this movie actually does something which I loved from the first movie, which we didn't really get so much in the second one, or we got a little bit, but people not knowing who Rambo is and what his skill sets are. We as the audience
0: know
1: who Rambo is is at this point. And throughout the beginning of this movie, when he meets up with his scout, the guy who's going to lead him to the (laughs) rebel soldiers. He's like, what? he's like, they said one man? And he goes, have you ever even been to war? And he's like, I fired a few <laughs> shots. And you're just like, this guy doesn't even know. He doesn't even know he's got a freaking god of war in front of him. Uh, so I love that play again. Because the first movie, what's so you know entertaining is, you know this guy's a Green Beret, and these little local sheriffs are pushing him around. And again, as an audience, you know he's going to go nuts. Uh, and it's always fun when the audience is in – on information that people in the film aren't in on. And I think this movie does a great job of setting that up in the first half of this movie. People just kind of doubting. He's like, it's the one guy. What's this guy going to do? It's like, you don't know. I mean, in the, in the fourth one, he's the boat man. Hey, boat man, you yeah. stay with the boat. Like, <laughs> dude, that's Ramble. You're talking to let this yeah. guy unleash. Let him go. Oh uh, yeah.
2: Like, yeah. I agree. I mean, I've had the build up to him being able like, and that are just, um, oh, I, I, I want to go back to the whole point about John had every right to say no because the last time Troutman came to him with a mission, the government betrayed him. The government, and uh, and and then that's why he had to punched like he he broke creasy's nose
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> before he before he joined the cobra kai dojo he punched his nose <laughs> and then he destroyed all their equipment and he's like if you, if you don't bring back these pow's i'm gonna come back and kill you so he's trying to get peace and the government keeps coming back to rambo rambo is like very hesitant about and that's what i liked about rambo because i don't trust you guys you screwed me the last time i did this mm-hmm. so of course when uh, uh red foreman had to come back up to him at told him i was like what about me and i just like did you see that and I, I just felt the whole conversation with the uh the scout was funny he's like well, what's this do it's blue eye. what's it do it turns blue <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> is this is the randomness
2: i was like i fired a few shots um well i'm going in there alone well you're not kind of tourist have you done any war no like, or yeah, like deep down, we I mean, like, we know, come on. Like, like you to see the intensity in his eyes. Like, well, you're going to get yourself killed that. Well, okay. Well, if you get yourself killed and get in it's no responsibility. He's like, sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right, the- right. And then you see him go towards the scout though. And you look at the eyes at first, the shadow, the shadow of his eyes is very tense. It's very dangerous. You don't want to be messing with him telling him, Oh, have you ever fired a gun or anything? But once Rambo comes out of the shadows, And everything is like okay i just wet the bed kind of thing it's like you know i feel like at that point it's like okay this guy knows what he's doing he's he's not an amateur uh shooter or anything like that he's been he's seen his um side of war before pretty much
1: yeah i think what this movie also sets well is when richard carino first visits him and says he gives a story about the marble statue he's like the statue it was always there the sculpture that i just knocked away the pieces he's saying telling mm-hmm. Rambo like you were always going to be this great warrior we didn't make you we just knocked away the you know the rocks until we got what we got and i think rambo in this film is really just that scene where you said where he's super intense and he's looking at the guy yeah he needs that release of anger and like victory destruction and i think when you get that shot in that fight scene he's at the edge. Like he wants to kill a guy and he has to bring himself back from like killing this guy because he's trying not to become what he is, which is this weapon of war basically. Uh, And it takes his friend being captured for him to have to go back in there. And uh, again, I think part two and three are the peak of the one man Um, army. Um, I think the first blood film, the first one is much more of a thriller. It has, it's obviously action and he is a one man army, but this Two and three brings it to the he's not just taking on some sheriffs, he's taking on armies. And I think more so than three, uh, than four and five, where the budget on four and five are definitely nowhere near like the budget you're getting with three and two. These were like these the budget this movie has is like what today Marvel movies have. <laughs> like this was a huge summer blockbuster when it came out. It, they spared no expense, and I feel like when you watch this movie, it is on screen, it doesn't feel cheap it feels a lot of it's all practical effects which i think makes it timeless in a lot of ways Uh, but i think that's one reason why when i think of like peak rambo one man army i go with the rambo two and rambo three because i think the next two are much smaller bunch of films even though they're still badass i mean the burma thing with the 50 cal that's a classic rambo moment but for me this movie is like we're not sparing any expense and uh it's Rambo versus the Russians and it's going to be awesome.
2: Yeah, that one this one was actually at the time was 63 million dollars Is how much Rambo 3 cost and that was the most expensive one. Yeah. Um, and it did uh, 189 at the box office for that one. Rambo the fourth one, my personal favorite, would cost about 50 million, made about 113.2. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. and you got to adjust for inflation too, so that 69 yeah. million today yeah. would be like 180 million. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, this like the the one main army, but it's just like it's like I mean, I think Rainbow killed more people in the second one than he did this one. To be honest,
1: well, it's hard because Rainbow too, he got held that helicopter and he just did a straight three sixty where he unloaded every yeah. missile and right, so like that he took out like a whole village with that one. This one, That's you know. Great it's not just him at some point in this movie there's other army with him yeah uh, but there's a lot of creative kills in like the way the thing i love about you watch a movie like commando with arnold schwarzenegger it's, it feels like a cartoon he just he's walking through like a garden guys are just popping out falling he's not taking any cover he's just like oh, oh, oh. rambo <laughs> at least uses some stealth like the whole yeah. we'll talk about it with the magics the 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 what are they called the neon sticks uh, Sticks. yeah Yeah, the way he uses that in the cave or whatever yeah the way he uses it in the cave to like draw attention away from him like that's one thing Rambo always included in the movies i really liked was strategy. like he's actually using stealth and guerrilla warfare he's not just running through a a plateau with a machine gun yelling he does a little bit of that too especially and in this one but
0: the more realistic way in my eyes Right, exactly. And we're going to get into the whole entire plan, though, too, because you, he actually uses a lot of this stealth that you mentioned when he tries to break Tatram yeah. out and everything, too. So mm-hmm. we'll get to that, though, too. Um, but yeah, then we wind up seeing the Majin in the village led by uh, Chefman Masald. Uh, he hesitate to help help Ram- Rambo free Touchman, and of course these guys actually seen more and everything too. And I like whenever his son, the guy's son, is like, "Hey, what's this? What, what's that?"
2: <laughs>
0: right. He go. He goes on ahead. He goes, "That's a knife. Can I see it?" He goes, "Yeah." He starts doing it like a nunchucks and everything, taking taking the mm-hmm. knife and everything. And then he goes, "Can I have it?" No. Well, what's that? That's for luck. Can I have luck? No. I need luck.
1: And then, yeah. and then a call back to Rainbow too
0: because I was the next yes. Right. And then I also appreciated the other thing though, too, with the tunnel. And he goes, how long does it take to get to the other side? Two hours. And so for two hours he has to go in this underground mm-hmm. thing. And I like the whole entire aspect where there's some history behind that tunnel because I'm a huge history nerd, though, too. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I like the whole entire thing and about this king who ended up leading the charge underneath this tunnel to surprise his enemies. So mm-hmm. I definitely love the mystery element with that whole entire thing, where you actually have a little bit of history with this uh, with this country that he's in and everything. And also, too, we actually see the first look at what war really looks like in the eyes of Rambo and everything, too, because we see the people getting hurt. We see limbs mm-hmm. being lost. We see uh, the armory that they have and stuff like that. It's not up to par to what we have. So he has to mm-hmm. see a whole different outlook and everything compared to what we have. And everything when people get injured and stuff like that, we actually have ways of taking care of our people and everything versus how mm-hmm. the, their army is being able to take care of their people. So you get to see a lot of stuff on the home front for that end. And I thought it was very realistic on the way they actually brought it together. And then also, too, it gives you a little bit of more of their heritage and their games that they play as well. Because That's another thing I actually appreciated. It gave you a little bit more of a history lesson mm-hmm. as to who these people are and things like that. But yeah, they're reluctant. They're hesitant about even rescuing Tom at this point because of the fact of what they've been through. They've been raping their, uh, their wives, taking their children to create their own army and stuff like that, too. So it was like, look, we don't trust you. We've we've been fighting this war for centuries. What makes you think that you're any different? And then Rambo was about this, like, you know what, you know what? Never mind. I'm just gonna go on ahead and do this myself. And then that's when one of the guys, hey, hey, wait, wait, wait. There's a reason behind this, and that's the reasons I explained. But I also mm-hmm. like how he said, you know what, we need to do. We need to go through the landfill because that's gonna be the um. That's the only place that they'll least suspect anybody coming in through. Mm-hmm. And I definitely like that sense of realism of the fact that you have a way of actually going into this camp and trying to rescue him and everything. So I definitely like that aspect to it. Yeah, him
1: laying down, like crawling with the knife, yeah, hitting the ground before like every like it must have took forever. But uh it goes to show like the lengths that Rambo will go. To accomplish his mission, and I love you know that scene where the the whole village not the, the wherever they're stuck at the point, gets attacked by the helicopter uh it's a fantastically filmed action sequence because there's a lot of wide shots. You see that they are on location that's a real helicopter flying above with explosions going off again, I think the practical effects of this movie are really impressive uh the fact you're using a real helicopter, real explosions and it's shot really well. I think this is one of the better shot action films of the 80s when it comes to scale and show, not just the fast cuts. This was before Michael Bay. This is like, you know, you want to show you that we're actually doing these things. And there's a couple of great shots with the camera just is almost like on a dolly with the helicopter. And
0: uh, it's really impressive uh, filmmaking when it comes to action. I I really thought that the helicopter scenes was really realistic, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you, for its time and very real. So I thought Mm -hmm. that those things were really great. Uh, But I know Charlie was about to say something.
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that sequence was well shot. And it's also kind of like a precursor because we get something of that nature in the fourth one about that whole sequence of the village being overrun by the the military. And that one is – more gruesome in this one, but I mean it's got the same effect feel effect to it too. But uh um I mentioned before I thought the kid was so annoying in this one to be honest. I just I just kept thinking you you had the kid after Rainbow says you're not ready for this. Don't go and the kid almost ruining his mission which I kind of yeah. like you killed off the girl in the second one when you could have actually maybe had her with you because he won't screw up this mission. She would actually know how to shoot a gun. He would know not to like distract Rambo when he was trying to save his friend. Yet the kid gets shot, ruins the whole mission practically the whole mission for Rambo. And the kid's like, Can I go with you? No. And then the kid's like, oh, can I see you with that? No. I'm like, the kid's not ready. I'm like, I know war. I'm like, okay, you're not ready for this. And I just thought I thought that the only like, annoying part of that was the kid. Because the kid was, because uh, once once the kid wasn't with Rambo, Rambo wasn't that. It's because of the kid, Rambo got hurt. <laughs> so the, yep. the, it, the the kid being the, the nuisance kind of almost cost Rambo not only his life but his friend. So mm-hmm. I, I just thought that was the annoying part of this. And it's like, and of course, Rambo gives the kid the the necklace that that. And I don't think I don't know if Rambo's got the necklace. I don't think Rambo got the necklace back. But it's just he could have used the girl. Because the girl she knew how to fight. She knew how to s- try to survive. The kid doesn't. No. <laughs> that was just my gripe about the kid. He was just
0: <laughs> That I do agree. Because I thought the same thing though too. I was like, okay, he got shot and all of a sudden he's just like knocked out and everything. I'm like, Really? You're not crying? You're not <laughs> You're just totally just passed out. Because I know if I got shot on my knees, I think I would be crying and, you know, just uh being in pain and all he is is like just passed out. And the way
2: was going over to cover him, that's when he got hit.
0: And that's where he got that, that pretty nasty wound uh, of his. Right. But another thing, though, too, that I thought that was actually funny was, well, there was actually a scene with the torture scene with Tanem, though, too. And this Hold on one sec. <laughs> right. Sorry about that. Um, but no, the other thing that I thought that was actually... Pretty funny though was this. Tunnels actually hanging up there, being tortured, and then the Soviet uh, guy who's actually torturing him, he turns around and he says, "Where is he? Just he come here. He's close. Come closer. What? He's up your ass." And I just thought that was actually really a really funny, clever scene showing uh, the balls that he has on him and everything. He's not going to let anybody torture him and try and get any information out of him. I thought that was really good. Um, but you also feel for him, though, too, because he's going through hell, and then John's trying his best to get over there as fast as he can, trying to form this army that doesn't want to be in this part of the part of the um, war and everything either. So it's actually hard harder for John to get up there right away, but he's trying everything in his gut to try and figure out a way to get out of this whole entire POW-style camp that the Soviets have for him, which is something that I really liked.
1: Yeah, Richard Karina is like the ultimate hype man in this movie. Uh, every time they're torturing him, he's like, you don't know what you're doing. He's like, and then at one point, the Russian general's like, what is this man, God? He's like, no, <laughs> God would have mercy. And it's like, dang because <laughs> it. he, he, it's because it. he, he knows. <laughs> he's like, listen, you can torture me, but. Rambo's on his way. <laughs> he's like, I, this man is going to kill all of you. Like, I'm not even worried about it. Uh, he's just the ultimate hype man in this movie. He's he's just feeding the ego of Rambo and he's telling this guy, you guys have no chance. He's the like, yeah. ultimate fighting machine. He's coming. He will not stop. He will not lose. And uh, you can't help but get pumped up as an audience like, yeah, Rambo's <laughs> coming, <laughs>
2: bitch. <laughs> I just love the line. He's like, we're going to go hunting for him. Don't need to worry about that. He's coming for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I just, when him and like him going in there for the first time, when he actually has to start shooting, because again, the kid didn't know how to shoot. The guy came behind the kid right when Rambo was about to save his friend. The kid. Kid practically ruined it, so Rambo had to chuck something at him. And then when <laughs> Rambo's like, and then when the two guys are going, Rambo's hiding, like just like the shooting one arm, like one handedly. I mean, that's like this when he starts mm-hmm. shooting, that's when it's actually like, he's just a badass at it. Like he can just like he can duck, but then he can hide out and like this like this very John Woo ass, like to shoot people around, And he's like this one army, like like, and it's not like he doesn't do the the uh, big turret gun till the very end, but he's not manhandling it. but He's just mm-hmm. using it in a, in a, kind of like in a uh, a submachine gun. He He's just going ballistic on everybody. And it's just again, the kid ruined his mission. That's why he had to go away. (laughs)
1: Like, but mm-hmm. like well, Rambo, but Rambo once he got rid of the kids, just went right back. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he right. went yeah. to go restock or you know get more help. No. He's like, <laughs> All right, first we to put some gunpowder in here, blow this wound out, was which, was awesome. which is awesome. And he's a- like, I'm going to go back and uh, climb the damn mountain. <laughs> like, <laughs> the fact, that the first time he enters, I love the fact that he plants all these bombs. Like, yes. there's just like the strategy that he has going in. He has a plan every time. Uh, and he was going to use that explosions and the chaos as a way to, you know, kind of get out the tunnels, and then the kid messes it up. But <laughs> I just love that he's not, you know, he's – people think Rambo, they just think, you know, he's going to run in with a gun. No, Rambo very much is all about stealth and guerrilla warfare. And uh, when he does have to throw down, no, he throws down.
2: Yeah. But, no, I just love that whole um, – that that him taking care of the wound sequence. Is mm-hmm. this, yeah. Like and I, like sometimes when they do it well, like I thought that was really cool how they did it. Must have hurt like hell. The but, effects look great. Yeah, like yeah. Um, and then real. and then Mark Wahlberg did it in that movie Shooter, but he did the old the old fashioned way, and I thought that was kind of that was pretty cool. But I think like like they, nobody's got nothing on Rambo in terms of pouring gunpowder yeah. into the wound. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just love that line later on, and when Troutman like when he says Troutman, he's like how, like he's like how's the wound. You know you always taught us how to overdo pain. Is it working? Not really. No. Don't take it
0: <laughs> yeah, that scene right there always makes me cringe, makes me hurt, and I always like those kind of little scenes where if it's done right, execute it well, and if I can hurt during something like that, then you're doing your job. If I'm actually having to cringe just to see that scene and just going him going through there, putting the gunpowder in and watching it explode. Then they're doing their job. The, whoever did the effects for that did a really good job during that time period and everything too. And like you mentioned, JT, uh the whole entire thing whenever you look at them planning the C four and then looking at a way to do chaos and everything else and do a distraction so that we can get him out of there and everything and the kid messes it up. Mm-hmm. You know, you already, I like the plan that they were going with but then of course it goes haywire and then of course, Rambo comes up with that big old huge hunting knife and throws the knife and misses the guy. And then next thing you know, he has to come up with another plan on a wham, picks up the kid, starts shooting everybody. And then he winds up getting out of there. And then that's when, you know, he has to go in and heal himself again. And then he has to go, he goes back in, he goes back in to try Mm -hmm. and save him again, try and save Tom again, which I thought was really good.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think true. one of the traditions of Rambo is he always gets put through the ringer. Like the first movie, he cuts his arm; he has to sew it back up. He has to go through the tunnels with the rats, where he kind of goes crazy a little bit. The second one, he literally gets captured and tortured, electrocuted. You know, a knife that was sitting in fire across his face. And this one, same thing happens. You know, the mission goes wrong. He has to cl- clean his wound with gunpowder. Um, it's it's just part of the Rambo like to show how much of a tough badass he is you kind of have to put him through the ringer a little bit the yeah. one thing I'm-,
2: I'm missing about this one sorry john um no 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 is the, yeah, is the sneaky kills like i loved so much in the second one when he started going into the jungle him mm-hmm. hiding like for I me mean, my favorite kill of his was when the guy trips and he gets and he gets caught by the wire and then he gets dragged down by the rocks and then rambo just like Stabs. The yeah, guy starts <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the thing only bummer of this one is that he doesn't have that type of a kill in this one, which would have been so much funny because that's that was one of my favorite ones <laughs> that in that one, or when he's in the mud and yeah. he like the mud monster and he just, he just stabs the guy. That I mean, that's what I loved about the second one was those sneaky kills. This one, I'm sure he had some cool ones in the. Uh, it, it, in the top tu- in the, the, the tunnel the tunnel I yeah that, i just really yeah. missed that one from the second one because that yeah. one was just so funny
1: yeah the tunnel is definitely probably the point where you get the most the most stealth in this movie with the stealth kills. there's a few stealth kills when he's first breaking in i love when he's just being dragged by the tank and is you know good real stealthy but it doesn't really take anybody out uh so yeah no i agree i do miss some of the stealth in this one compared to the second one. And the first one, one of my favorite scenes is when they let the dogs go and you hear a gun kill the first dog. And then the second or third dog doesn't get killed by a gun. And they're like, "Uh, he didn't kill that dog with bullets. He must be out there. And then the way he takes out every single cop, not killing them, but just taking them down, whether it be a trap to the legs, you know, rope around a tree. And finally he gets Brian Dennehy with a knife. He's like, just let it go. I'll give you war. You would have believed like to me, that is just the most badass moment in the first blood movies. So in this one, it, the scale is a little bit bigger. It's a little bit more <laughs> warlike. So you don't get as much as that. Right.
2: But in the fourth one, he just, this randomly shows up behind, like he gets his word paint on, he shows up behind the guy with the yeah. machine and just chops his head off. Like, I mean, yeah.
1: The throat rip.
2: <laughs> oh, the throat and rip. The fourth one, yeah. Jumping on the turret and this turning guys in mm-hmm. the Swiss cheese. Like, I mean, it's mm-hmm. just. I mean, I, when we do the fourth one, I get it. That's that was, that's my favorite one. What's
1: your favorite?
2: Like, yeah, they have the Rambo ones. That's just so violent, but it's it's short. But that's mm-hmm. okay. it's Short. It goes right into it. But uh, but yeah, that's what I kind of missed in this one. The, some of the sneaky <laughs> details, but I mean, but the one with the blue light where everybody's like, quick, he's got the blue light. Let's shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> sorry John,
0: I, yeah. no, no 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 no, you're good man you're good okay. um but yeah i also liked another scene though too where of course rambo ends up freeing ton uh trotman at that point and then of course he winds up get, getting tortured by it with a flamethrower and then then uh and him winds up hijacking a gunship and everything so that was actually another cool scene that we got with Rambo, now we get to see what Tunnel can do and also what Rambo can do out on the playing field, because we never really got to see anything that he can, that the commanding officer can do
1: mm-hmm. and everything
0: else. So we actually get to see these guys in action for the first time, and yeah. I definitely lo- I definitely love the chemistry between the two of them, and being on that battlefield was just awesome to see for the first time if you saw this movie for the first time. but even if you ha- did see this more than once, it still connects. It's still very mm-hmm. good to be honest with you, on that whole entire thing. And then, you know, th- like I said about the cave where Rambo destroys it with an explosive arrow <laughs> and everything, too, which we saw in the second film. Classic, which is actually, yep. Yes. That's actually one of my favorite things is the weapons, which is the mm-hmm. classic arrow and everything. And also, too, this is also part of the Gremlins 2 uh, spoof, though, too, that they put into mm-hmm. that film, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious with Gizbo. But I love how Rambo's like, okay, I'm tired of this shit. Pretty much getting the bow to, uh, and just fixing it up, and then all of a sudden you see what, then you see um the whole entire metal objects like once again from the first uh well second film. So I definitely love that.
1: Yeah, anytime he puts a weapon together, it's just epic. The music's like <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> like
1: the point I remember when he you know he just shows up with that bone arrow you're like yeah there we go yeah. it just and then again the fourth one he pulls it out again and you're like yeah there's the bone arrow uh it's just cool to see it's and it wasn't the first movie the bone arrow it was really something that was introduced to the second one especially yeah. with those right. the tips and i think the third this is a really action packed film i think like the first 30 40 minutes it takes its time but Once he takes that first attack on a base, it's pretty much nonstop action. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have a fight in a helicopter with an Arnold Schwarzenegger wannabe (laughs) lookalike, where the whole fight takes place in a helicopter. That's got to be really hard to film. A fight in a helicopter. uh, There's the one where he drops the guy and he ends up hanging him. And he's literally explodes. I thought that was a really cool kill. Mm-hmm. And then you get to this final battle where it's horses versus tanks. And uh, it's pretty awesome. There's some really great uh, filmmaking again there with the scale, um, the wide shots. And literally there's all this chaos and war going on. And this helicopter is like ground level almost. And then you get to that chicken fight with the tank, and that's like, what more? How much more badass can you get than a tank and a helicopter playing chicken? Like, it's it's ridiculous, but in the best way possible. I was I always mean, weirded
2: out, like, how the heck did he have that bone arrow? Because you didn't see him bring it in with him, mm-hmm. and then you see didn't see him go into the area, and all of a sudden he's got that backpack. I'm like, because, and at no point in the cave did you see. <laughs> Did you see that? Like, see, see the bow and arrow. But like, anytime like Stallone has to do that, put the weapon together montage. I mm-hmm. mean, John hasn't seen Cobra yet, but there's an yeah. awesome sequence in Cobra when he's putting together his like his like uh, his like submachine gun. It's so mm-hmm. badass. But um the one thing I was like, weird, was wondering, he's like, what the heck did that one guy? Like the one guy that was the owner of the shop, and like he was the one that was like before. He's like, who are you, Matt? And that before mm-hmm. he gets the other guy. That guy was in the bunker torturing Troutman. He was just standing there. And then he runs away like a little bitch. (laughs) And then I don't even know if he got shot.
0: (laughs) You know what? In almost every single movie, you always have the informant, the one that uh, ends up being the snitch, and you want something to happen to him and everything. And for some reason, I wanted something to happen to him, and you just don't see him anymore. I would have loved to see something happen to him since he was actually the snitch behind everything. I wanted that little bit of revenge kind of thing yeah. where it's like, okay, we got the douchebag that's actually caught um, this is the reason why Trotman's even there in the first place and also too why uh, he's got eyes, of course, on uh, Rambo. So I wanted to see a little bit of that, but at the same time, it, it's very fitting that they didn't go off the off the reels a little bit. So that's something that i definitely appreciate. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, I thought the ending and everything was really good, really well built together. I definitely loved the chicken race, though, too. That that scene right there, I was on the edge of my seat, I remember as a kid, and just eating my popcorn inside the living room. And then I'm like, I remember seeing a pup, uh, a piece of popcorn fall out of my mouth, and my mouth is just hung open. <laughs> and then once you see the, um, how it actually ends, where basically Rambo winds up, moving out of the way. And then you see that whole entire ending scene. It is just fantastic on the way it ends and everything. And of course, this is also when Trutman and him winds up walking away from everything in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I like, I always liked the storyline between Trutman and him. He always had a way of bringing Rambo back in Mm -hmm. and everything. And whenever they said that they were making another Rambo movie, I'm like, okay, how are they going to bring him in to, into a 2007 kind of realm? And everything. What are they going to do? How are they going to actually do something that's actually different from the other three Rambo movies? But I can actually appreciate the fourth film because they actually gave us something different. Trump is no longer the guy that's bringing them in. And I believe he passed away by the time yeah. they made four too. Yeah, so. right.
1: I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm curious if he would have showed up if he was still alive. I bet he would have. Yeah.
2: But then he did it in a kind of flashback which which kind of made sense. Right. And it was a, yeah. a, a, the dreams that Rambo was having. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, felt, I I just felt the banner between the two of them, like, just the one-liners. He keeps dropping, and I was like, it's like, um, remember, like, don't take it personally. He's like, is it, is it working? No, don't take it personally. Or, sorry I got you into this, John. No, you're not. Right before you're to go some more people. And he's like, mm-hmm. how, like how are you feeling, John? well done after like after he survived the, uh, the experience yeah. he rolled past the explosion mm-hmm. how
1: you feeling well done wow. and the only person he acts or acts like that with is Troutman yes yeah. he's literally his only friend the only person he trusts so I think that's the only time we see him act like that is with Troutman yeah. because everybody else he just puts up a shield yeah he puts a barrier
2: and then that one liner he was before like the, the Russians like hey like put your guns down we're not gonna hurt you I'm like Troutman's like yeah I seriously doubt that and then Raymond was like fuck them fuck and he them, just yeah. he's a, he's a, <laughs> he, goes, he goes berserk on everybody and that was a pretty cool sequence but that like that helicopter versus tank sequence yeah that was that was just, that was cool to see mm-hmm. and it's just funny because it, now it's like it was I think I watched this I think the show was on an um, Outdoor Network called uh. Um, I think it was Hollywood Weapons, and I think they did either they did that stunt on that one or they did it in MythBusters. Mm-hmm. Um, that what would uh, it, it, would you be able to survive? I don't think they oh, really? I but it's just cool to see these these types of that them putting this to the test. I think I forgot which one it was, but I remember hmm. they did that. But that that sequence was cool because, and right beforehand. Rambo killed the guy. Like the guy, the guy got like ripped to shreds. He got shot like five times by a tank, and yet, mm-hmm. and then he blew up.
1: <laughs> yeah, double but, yeah.
0: overkill. <laughs> yeah, but uh is there any other final thoughts as to, as far as this review goes, or anything like that on Rambo, or anything like that?
1: I think you know. I- A lot of times when I meet other fans of the Rambo series, a lot of them say this isn't one of their least favorites. And I don't feel, I think it is just taken out of the fact that it's a Rambo Mm -hmm. movie. I think it's really well shot. Mm -hmm. I think the cinematography is, it's probably the best shot Rambo film as far as production value. I'll I'll even put it over part two when it comes to just production value and filmmaking. I think two is great, uh, but the level of production on this film, I think, is unmatched for any other Rambo film. I think all this movie had all the money, all the money is on the screen, and it's really impressive. This is, I think, the most epic of all the Rambo movies. Uh, so I enjoy it for that quality alone. Like, the first one is the most, the first one is still the best film, in my opinion, out of all the films. Mm-hmm. It's just best script, best premise. You go in, and it's just like from beginning to end, it's like 90 something minutes. It, it's it's Close to perfect. Uh, two is when he became, you know, the one man army, and two is like very pulpy and very fun. The whole thing with, you know, blowing up the guy with the arrow—it's just—it's—it's it's overkill, but in the best way, in the most eighties way possible. Um, and this movie, you know, right at the end of the eighties, right before the nineties, you could tell they brought—they pulled back a little bit on the over-the-topness and made it a little bit more guerrilla warfare, even though there is some crazy shit in here. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I really think this movie is uh, – I, I think the first two Rambos are the best Rambo films because they were given the best story and the best budget of all the other films. I like four. I know four is your favorite. Uh, but four, like the budget restraints is there. And part four, at no point does he ever really get to shoot an actual handheld gun. He has his born arrow and he jumps on that fifty cal. He rips some yep. throats. But there's no point where he really gets a machine gun to actually just shoot somebody. Like no. it's all right. –
2: he, very much pistol, different. like when the uh the pirates it, like first one there he's taking the the, hand, the handgun like, yeah the handgun after he like he like this point my like don yeah. wicks him um yeah
1: he doesn't i, I just want one like, scene where he had like an ak-47 or an m60 like i wanted a little more you know yeah. old school rambo and then the fifth one i think is the, feels like the least rambo of them all it um, really does it really does right because it's he's in a different mm-hmm. place he's an old guy but, for me the five, I like the actual attack on his house when he gets a booby <laughs> trap and everything. I wish right. that sequence was longer and more. outreach yeah, too. Because, uh, I think it happened a little bit too quickly. So for me, I think the first two Rambo's. when I think of Rambo, I think of those first
0: three, first and foremost. Same
1: you know, here. The third one's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, everyone is definitely underrated. It's underappreciated for what it is. I feel like they spent their budget to where they need to spend their budget in with the wide shots, the zoom in shots, and then, of course, the storyline itself. You gave Stallone a lot more to do in this one with the war, mm-hmm. with the and everything else. And also, too, it's also the most diverse Rambo movie there, yeah. too, for the 1980s as well. For sure. And I love diversity in film. And that's something else I do appreciate about the film. It was definitely money well spent. When you look at the fifth one, this is what I said in my podcast whenever I did, when I was first starting out about two or three years ago, I said this, I said, if you think about it, it's Home Alone, Taken, and Saw meets Rambo. (laughs) All three of them combined. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it was also fun, but I wish that they would have expanded a lot more into that tunnel and gave us a lot more of that. Because Mm -hmm. I thought that would actually even good. Now I know on Amazon Prime right now they have an extended version of it Mm -hmm. of that film, so I'm not sure if that helps out a little bit or not. I haven't seen it.
1: It adds more to the beginning. There's a whole sequence with him before you even get to meet him and the girls, and it's about him like helping the sheriffs with during a flood. It's it's it's, it gives you good like a little more backstory to where he is, but it doesn't expand the ending, which I, I I felt like. You know, all the other films, you know, even Four takes place in Burma. Um, I kind of wish like maybe instead of going back to his house that he would he went deeper. I wish he went to war with the cartels. He went against one guy in cartel and they came to him and they attacked his house. I wish it was more like how he went to Afghanistan and took out like I wish it was more Rambo going to mm-hmm. like the heart of the cartel and just waging war inside Mexico. I wish that but the budget would have been much bigger. And mm-hmm. I think that's what holds back I think the last two Rambo's is like they were made on a modest budget whereas 3 and 2 were given all the money in the world and you could see that on screen.
2: Yeah, I mean I like this one a lot. I mean, this is definitely not my least favorite. I think I wasn't more much of a fan of the first one to be honest, so i i mean that's unbelievable i I just i think i didn't watch that one first i watched the other ones Uh uh-huh before i watched first blood or whatever i think i just for for me it just didn't seem rambo that's why it was just called first blood i know i just i just think i just for me rambo is just him going out and just being a badass to be honest i mean yeah he had moments in the first one it just for me it just didn't really like like I said, I mean it. It I mean like I said, it's the only one I don't have in 4K because I just I don't really need that one. In 4K. I already own it in Blu-ray, but it's just it's not. It, I think for me, it's just got to have that couple of moments for me that's worth like two. Absolutely, like I think it's and that costs of course the, the low body count for me. <laughs> it's like Rambo is gonna kill people. Um, I don't know. Just, I just I I like this one a lot. Um, four okay, like I mentioned, it's my favorite, and I think there's like I'll get into more when we and I do the review for four. I liked five for what it was because it was cool because I got to go with my couple of my friends, and it was right, came out all my yeah, breakfast.
1: it was fun, it was fun to go it, see. It, was, it sure. did
2: what it needed to, like seeing him mm-hmm. chop the guy's head off, like, like seeing him go off on uh, Cougar mm-hmm. and any loser fans out there. The guy that he chopped his head off is Cougar from uh, the losers. Um, mm-hmm. so anyway, I thought that was. Five did what it need to do. Was it the better, best one? No, absolutely not. Four for me is, but um, this one did what I like. The action sequence. I love the one liners. Um, it, 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 it like the it was like. I mean, the picture quality is fantastic in four K. You can I definitely could tell a difference. Um, but no, this mm-hmm. is this is a is a really good one as well. So if you haven't seen any Rambo's, um, this is definitely one to check out as well.
0: Most definitely. And so here's another thing, guys. We're actually giving away a digital copies of all five Rambo movies. So here's the thing. What we need you guys to do is comment in the comment section below or in the live chat right now and tell us why you're the biggest Rambo fan. And then we'll select one at random and everything. And then you just email us at movieloversunite at gmail.com. And I'll give you the digital code whenever I tell you if you want or not. Everything, but this is for all five Rambo movies. Go ahead, comment away. If you're if, here's the thing if we're going to be doing two more of these, I want to give away a digital code. So if you guys want it, go on ahead, comment below, and I'll be checking out the comment section even after the show. So make sure you guys go on ahead, do that, and email us, email us at movielovesunite at gmail.com. So Uh, I just want to say thank you, JTE, for joining us tonight and everything. I do appreciate you taking the time out and everything. I know you're busy with Schmodown and stuff like that. And I'm just wondering, where can people reach you at if they want to follow you on social media? Uh, Just Twitter at JTE MovieThinks. Everything I do will be right there. Okay. And, of course, guys, if you guys want to go on ahead and donate to the page, how do you guys do that? You just go on ahead, reach out to us at... Basically, what you go on ahead and do, just go to gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast, donate five to ten dollars over there just to keep the lights on here at Movie Lovers Unite. If you guys don't can't do that, that's okay. That's okay too. Just go on ahead, a simple like, a simple share goes a long way over here. Of course, for all all your entertainment needs and wants, just go to Movie Lovers Unite.com. If you want a audio only podcast of this episode and many more things that we do here at Movie Lovers Unite, go on ahead and Get that wherever you guys get your podcasts from. And then all, then also, too, on Stereo, you can follow me at Movie Lovers Unit over there, on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit. And then, of course, like I said before, email us at MovieLoversUnited at gmail.com. If you're a sponsor, if you're interested in winning this digital code for all five Rainbow movies, go on ahead, comment in the comments section and everything, and tell us that you winded up commenting in the comment section. I'll take a look at it, and we'll go from there. So that's everywhere that you can reach us at. It's been real. It's been fun. Can't wait to do this again. And bye-bye.